Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? We're the Jersey Ghouls. I'm Jackie. And I'm Marissa. And today we are here with our inaugural episode. So we are here today to introduce ourselves and to kind of get the Jersey Ghouls up and officially launched. Yeah. Um, so this episode's going to be a little shorter than our Yeah, this ones. is going to be shorter. We're going to give you kind of just a little background on who we are, you know, what we do, you know, a little bit of... Um, why we love the genre and just to kind of give you an insight of of who we are, why we love it, and what we intend to do with Jersey Ghouls in the future. Yeah, and since we're much less interesting than the genre and material we're going to cover, this episode's going to be a little shorter. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I have nothing interesting to say yeah. about they, my life. They don't want to hear us. No. They just want to hear about the horror. That's right. Yeah. And we're going to bring the horror. Um, we're hoping to cover everything, movies, television, series of I don't know what a series of series of unfortunate <laughs> events comic books toys things that we see uh from the internet there's like a plethora of you know other you know they have the internet on computers I hear all right so let's start with who like who we are okay yeah we'll just because we're, just... we're here today to introduce ourselves and we're here today to talk about why we started this whole endeavor because it's it's an endeavor like Way more work. Like, I knew it was going to be work. Because it was like, of course, like, we're going to do this. We're going to have to do this in our spare time. We both have full-time jobs. But, like, actually doing the work. Like, I, te- I joke. I'm like, you know, when we're doing our write-ups, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I got to do my homework tonight. I know. Me too. And I feel like, well, the good thing is I feel responsible to you. So I have to get my Oh, yeah. Done. No, we're accountable so to each yeah. other. So it's like, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We want to. This is a big endeavor we're taking on. So we want to kind of let you know why we're here and why we're going to do all this work on top of our already very crazy lives. Dude, I was hoping you would jump in there. No. <laughs> this is the part where I'm like, what do I say next? I know. What do I say? <laughs> why, baby? Why? Why? Why, baby? Why? So, um, Jesus, then we do need to drink while we do this. I'm, so, okay. So, we are introducing ourselves today. We're just going to give you a little background on us. Briefly. And why we're yeah. here, yeah. And we're going to do it briefly, because who the hell wants to hear about us? Yeah. Besides our mothers. Maybe your mom. My yeah. mom, I don't even know if she'll ever Oh, no, my that. mom is pumped up. And she's she's kind of like, dare I say, almost a mascot for the show. <laughs> she would love that. I mean, I, I think it would work. Put little devil horns on her. <laughs> she already has those. I don't think you need to add them. All right, so so let's start with who we are. Jackie, I mean, who well, are you? Want me to go first? I'll yeah, go first. Yeah, like existentially, philosophically. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a cancer. 
I enjoy long walks on the beach. She does. That's yeah. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not a long walk on the beach kind of girl. No, not even, not even a little bit. Not even a short walk on the beach. No. If I go to the beach, I'm like I'm going in the water. Like I'm taking the boogie board from the children and I'm going in the water. That's that's more my style. No. Um, I don't know. The intro part. This is this is kind of slightly weird because I'm like. I don't know. I'm me. I'm 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 boring adult by day. I I run the front office of a mental health facility in South Jersey, and that's that's like boring office, Jackie. Have you ever had an experience where all of the inmates were just outside walking around because a certain serial killer had perhaps let them all out, and Dr. Loomis came (laughs) and found out about it? Unfortunately, no. 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 See, our facility is after. Michael would be released from the hospital, uh-huh. but still that's needed a certain level of treatment. <laughs> oh, that's when he'd come to you. That's when he would come to oh, us. Good. Well, I hope he gets that's there. That's the kind soon. of facility. Fingers crossed. Um, so, yeah, what else do you think our, our audience needs to know about you? Uh, yeah, I'm just South Jersey residents all my life. Uh, resident. South resident. Jersey resident. Yes, all resident. my life. Um, I don't know. Now I'm drawing a blank. Now okay. I feel like I just need to like read my bio on right. our website you and then know what Wikipedia to say. yourself. See if it's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Um, and I guess it, that's a good time for me to talk about myself. My name is Marissa, and I am absolutely thrilled to be doing this with you, Jackie. Mm-hmm. I um, I have been a lifelong horror fan. I um, am a high school English teacher, and I also have two little monsters, and a third if you count the dog, who I th- think might be related to Kuja. Like, a couple of generations removed. Right. But... Um, and so being able to kind of do this, do what I love and, and write for our site and even embarrass myself on this, this podcast. Cause you've got a good, like you're, you're built for radio. I've tried. You've got I've, a sultry voice. I've... Not me. I sound like, I sound like the annoying little sister from like a bad eighties <laughs> movie that like hides in the back of the car and like nobody wants to hang out with. That's no. my voice. You know what? I, 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 I will say that I have practice. And when I say practice, I mean at my job, when you call, I'm the recording that you hear, so I do. So I have a little bit of, you know, we'll call it non-professional, slightly professional experience. Mm -hmm. But no, I do the recording at work, and every time we have a new caseworker, we have to change it. I have to re-record everything, so I have a ton of practice. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm. I'm. I've got some. some I um. If I can turn on my teacher voice, that might help. Yeah. But it's more even more shrill. (laughs) <laughs> and more annoying than my normal voice because that's really how I wrangle them with my obnoxious voice. So yeah, I have no experience with coming up with a good voice. Um, so there's that. All uh, right, side thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, everybody just talk amongst yeah, yourselves. Hang on one second. We need to discuss something. Um, are we gonna? Are we gonna? If if curse words. Like if they Let's happen just go to for come it. out, Let's just like go if for they, it, yeah. if they, like I don't, I'm not gonna because sit here. Because I can't and, even begin to imagine myself surviving without, without it. Yeah, well, I just like I don't think I'm intentionally gonna be like, welcome to the fucking show. Well, fuck but you, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But if it yeah. like comes out, like yeah. we're we're gonna be we're we're both cool. Like I'm, I know I'm cool with it because. I just cool want to make, it. yeah. Like, I would argue that if we ever got to the point where we're so famous that yeah. people are like, oh my gosh, that's my English teacher. Then we'll worry about it. Right. But I think that it's a long way from now. <laughs> like, we might be like, I might be retired from my profession by the Perhaps. time you and I are so famous We're that I have to so worry about it. We're so famous. Okay. <laughs> and if we got that fame, one would argue, maybe I wouldn't need the teaching job anymore. That That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. That's right? If, if we become so famous. I'm glad we have a goal. If we become so famous, we end up getting endorsements and we mm-hmm. get, you know, all the advertisement revenue sure. and stuff and we can quit our jobs. Yeah. Then... Rue yeah. Morgue, we're available. Just throwing it yeah. out there. Fangoria. 
Monster Har- Mania. Horror scope? Hardscape? They're not going to want us now. We don't no. remember their no. horror hound. There we go. <laughs> All of you. We're here. We're waiting. Um, so what are our plans for this? Well, w- we want to really dive into the world of horror, but for me, I want to dive into it from an academic and a feminist perspective. I think part of the problem with the genre is we get no, we get no respect. That was my, <laughs> that was my Rodney field. Did you like it? I get no respect. Um, <laughs> now this makes me sad that this is not a video because please note. <laughs> There is a bit of hand gesturing. There is a bit of acting chops on the get, other side of the table. I get no right respect. Now. Horror gets no respect. Like sometimes I'm embarrassed to admit that this is what I do. Like I'm like I love horror, and then people do one of two things: they either look at you like you're probably a serial killer, yeah. or they just look at you like, like wow, you're a jackass who likes horror. And it's I. You know who I blame? I blame everybody who's ever made one of those crappy like. Like video on demand style, IFC Midnight. I'm looking at you yeah. movies. Yeah, because the direct to video. Thank you. Yeah, That's the direct to video for. market. You're making us look bad. Yeah, like get your shit together. Well, you know what? It's because I feel it can't like possibly be my dog, right? Of course she not. couldn't have like opened no, the door the, and gotten out the, there. The pounds <laughs> of Satan. What's that? Satan. <laughs> Satan, is that you? Have you have you come for a special guest? Ladies and gentlemen, our first guest, the Dark Prince Satan so, is here. Has risen from has risen from the depths of hell. hell? Is that where he lives? Where he lives. I thought the depths of Dorad, but maybe hell. I mean, pretty, it's I don't know the I don't know the area as well. I'm going to take your judgment on that one. Oh man. Um, yeah, we're just we have a lot of dogs barking, and it's not mine for once. Mine finally sat down somewhere. I think. Um, so yeah, so my big issue with the genre is the lack of respect we get. So I plan on hitting the Jersey Ghouls from a very academic and scholarly way. I also, as a raging feminist and a raging liberal, am approaching the genre from that end. Now, I think, Jackie, you have a little bit of a different take on the feminism. I'm, yeah, I'm not so much the the feminism, I can't say I'm not so much the feminism side of it. I'm, which is hard for me to right. accept, but I have. But she has. Cause my um, I'm I'm gonna dabble a little in the academic. Um, truth be told, I'm just gonna fangirl it. Yeah. Like I'm just sometimes this is the genre where I can just put right on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of genre where I can just put on a movie, and I don't I don't necessarily feel like I have to think about like you know what's the director trying to say like it's not always the you know what platform are they you know i mean and not to take away from those in this genre that do that not to take away from romero and you know what he can do with a movie that reflects you know the society that we're George in romero i love you <laughs> Speaking, speaking of fangirl. Speaking yeah, I know. Dude, yeah. I don't care how silver foxy he is. What's the next step after silver fox? Because he's there, and I'd still, I'd hit that. Yeah. Glasses and all. I like. I think the glasses are my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part, too. I like when he, it's like his little ponytail. Oh, and I love him so much. His little vest. Oh, he's adorable. We have matching vests, he and I. I know. <laughs> it's a little scary, because I think he and I, like, we are, could be twins. Yeah. Yeah. Soulmates. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're yeah, right. but no. So anyway, I to me like this is the genre, and I mean I know you can do it with other genres, but this is the genre that I prefer when I when I want to check out, when I just want to just relax. I don't have to think about anything academically. I don't have to think about it from any perspective. I can just sit back and enjoy it for what it is. I can just sit back and enjoy watching Jason take a chainsaw and slice somebody in half from one end to the other and then, you know, put on their legs like a pair of pants and then kill the next victim. And I'm just like, that, that little rascally scamp. Like, I, I like that I can just, 
I can check out and enjoy it for what it is. And see what why we make the perfect team is because then I will then overanalyze yeah. his putting on of the pants, saying <laughs> that he misses the pa- the patriarchy because he never that's, had a, a dad. That's true, he didn't. So All by putting on the pants, yes, I think Jason is really screaming for help and making a statement about yeah. the importance of the nuclear the importance of the nuclear family <laughs> in America. And so that's why we make the perfect team because I will just pull <coughs> academic nonsense mm-hmm. out of arguably thin air possibly my hiney yes to make these to make these movies more fun for myself because i just can't i mean as as someone who is scholarly all day long i can't turn it off at all and i love taking this this genre that i've always loved and looking for that more important thing i kind of always operate under the horror is a reflection of our societal problems at the moment and if you take any moment in time and space and you look at the horror that goes with it it's so beautifully reflects like society's unconscious i don't i don't know that i have a good answer for why horror like to me this is one of those i don't know why is the color green my favorite color like why is your oscar the grouch (laughs) i'm way too happy to be oscar the grouch i don't know like this is just this is just what (laughs) you're more like cookie monster meets elmo's Cooler cousin. Grover. You're more like Grover, Grover meets the Cookie Monster. There you go. Ow. Something just stabbed me in my, in my slipper. Satan? <laughs> Satan, you're back? You're back. Our first return guest. <laughs> Satan has second, come back. Second, first and second guest. Satan's welcome back. Clap Satan. it up for him. Um, <laughs> no, I He's didn't. a hell of a guy. <laughs> I'm here all night. See? I got jokes for our show. <laughs> We might have to put the outtakes at the end of the, the episode end. because I don't know if I can save all these. <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely, there's going to have to be, like our first anniversary show is going to be. Oh my gosh, it's going to be an outtake show. Our first anniversary. If we make it to one year from today, we're, uh, we're going to do something special. I may have Satan, come on, in earnest. If we make it to a year, everyone listening out there, if we do in 20, October 9th, 2017. If we are publishing our one-year anniversary show, I'm going to have some guest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to call George Romero. <laughs> He's going to come out. I was going to be like, if anybody knows Satan, if you could if give him, <laughs> direct, him our to, number. direct him to jerseyghouls.com. Uh, I think you'd like us. I think yeah. you'd like what we do here. I think you would appreciate it. So you have no answer for why you are and such you know a horror what? I don't know. Geek? Like, I can't, I can't say that there's any reason why this over the other. You know what? Maybe that's a lie. Maybe... Honestly, for me, a big part of it is not so much the movie itself. I have been fascinated from day one with special effects, special effects makeup, like, and to see, you know, what you can do, to see what they can do with, you know, and not computer generated, not to take away from CGI, but like oh, see, the I practical. Totally want to take away from CGI. That, yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to be respectful, but yeah, no, I'm with you. Like I look at. You know, the original The Evil Dead, where, like, they used, you know, anything that they could find in, you know, Sam Raimi's garage to to, to make this happen. Which is exactly how this we're doing this show. That's so very it's true. Comes, literally, from my from garage. From the garage, yes. Like, I don't know. I think that, that fascinated me just... I, I remember being little and, you know, reading The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, reading Dracula, and enjoying it that way. And to see it on film... Yeah, like I wish I wish I could form a better answer as as to why. I, 
It just is. Like for me, like I don't have a really good answer. Like I can't say it's an escape for me because I've liked it since I was younger. So it's not like, you know, what are you escaping from when you were younger? Like, you know, I had a pretty, you know, leave it to beaver kind of, you know, life growing up. Like, you know, parents were happy and fine. My parents didn't get a divorce until later in life. So, so it, I, I, yeah, I can't blame, you know, shitty mom and dad. Like I had, a, I, I personally had one of those really lucky childhoods where things were fine and like, you were just the creepy kid who watched yeah, yeah yeah no absolutely you know like I grew up in a town where if you left your bike out out front overnight like it would still be there in the next day like that's nice so, I would have stolen yeah. your bike if I lived there so yeah you know. so it's like I, I can't you I can't say <laughs> for leaving your bike outside, outside yeah lesson learned yeah that's no, why because I grew up in the hood so you learn the it's like the hard knocks you learn yeah. them early you learned not to leave that bike out. Yeah, so it's like I can't I can't use the escape from my life excuse. Not excuse, but you know what I mean. Like, that's not the reasoning for me. Like, it's just I'm the weird kid that was drawn to blood and guts. I was the little kid that, you know, at Halloween when the little girls were Cabbage Patch dolls and Barbie dolls that's back creepy. when we had... Back yeah. when, and it was back when we had, remember, like, the, the aprons that you wore oh, with the so masks? Yeah, those masks are, they, like, nothing scares me more than our yeah. 80s, and especially the old school ones. Yeah. Those masks are... They don't talk horror. There's, there, but like I was the one where everybody was that, and I'm like, well, can you just douse me in blood? Can I be Carrie? That's awesome. Like, can I just yeah. be covered in blood? I, I've just, I'm just the creepy kid that has That's always cool. been drawn to that genre. Yeah. And and I'm I'm I feel like the haters of horror will always kind of try to find something wrong or some part, oh, yeah. like some point in your life where it all went awry, and that's why you enjoy blood and guts and murder. Mm. But there, I don't think there is. I think horror fans are just horror fans. We're just built a way that we love this stuff. I think that we would have been so cool if we grew up now. Because, like, being a geek, like, pop culturally, is cool now. Yeah. Like, we were the losers in earnest. Now the people who are into horror are, like, the cool kids. Like, had we grown up 25 years later, you and I would be, like, prom queens. And not Carrie-style prom queens. Like, real prom queens. Well, yeah. maybe Carrie-style, because we do it to each other. Yes. I never said the, my why horror. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right, so mine's very, very, uh, very simple and straightforward. I was a really anxious kid who turned into a really anxious adult and for some reason and I can't even begin to psychoanalyze myself or figure out why horror always relaxed me and I used to think it, it was something like unhealthy but for some reason it's just always been the thing that that made me feel good it's like the worse my day the more gory and horrific of a movie I want to watch to to this day yeah. and then when I had kids I felt like I couldn't be that person anymore so I took like a big five-year break from the genre and then have just recently come back because I realized I can't give up on something I love just because I have kids yeah. so but we can get we can psychoanalyze me yeah. on that one at a later date because that yeah. was strange no I mean no matter how bad your day is at least you aren't being torn in 50 pieces that's by right. an undead creature that's right at least not today mm -hmm. that I know of mm -hmm. um so we're gonna talk about where how and when we started with horror so Jackie when when did you realize you loved the genre mine um I'm trying to remember I mean, I was young. I'm thinking like anywhere between 1986, 1988. Like I was, I was young, and in my old house, the way that our my my room was in the back of the house, my brother's room was directly next to mine, and if my door was open, I could see his door. And I always slept with my door open because you know I'm a little kid. You got to have the whole light on. I need yeah. some sort of light source. And at one point, where my bed was positioned. And when I fell asleep at night, always with the door open, I could see out into the hallway, I could see my brother's door, and my brother got a door poster, like, 
you know, however big doors are, like the six foot door poster of Freddy Krueger. It was a nightmare on Elm Street poster. So I went to sleep every single night staring at Freddy Krueger like oh that. Gosh. And I remember that I, I, I was petrified. I was absolutely petrified to the point of, I used, <laughs> I used to think that if I slept directly. Lola, where were you on I, that one? <laughs> I used to think that if I slept directly in the middle of my bed, that the monsters that were under my bed could not get me. Like somehow, if I was directly perpendicular in the middle, that they just, I would be just out of reach from them getting me. See, I never minded because I always just thought Howie Mandel was <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> to take you to that monster's world. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that place looks pretty sweet. Like, I will totally like, go there. To be fair, I'll yeah. go play monster baseball with you and your buddies. Like, exactly. Or just keep me away from the one scary dude. I'm good. Yeah, no, that was that. Oh. But yeah, no, okay. somehow. But, no, so, but I digress. <laughs> so I, I literally went to sleep every night staring at Freddy Krueger. And kind of got curious, and so the whole run of the mill childhood never traumatized thing. We're now finding out, I think, that maybe you're not being completely honest with yourself. Right, maybe this is self discovery. Right, this is some self maybe this is therapeutic. This, this is this is going to be having my, a breakthrough. My live here on the Jersey Ghouls. Not only have we had two guests, but we're yeah, now, but now we're doing curing your and psychoanalyzing your childhood. Here's my breakthrough. It turns out, you know what we're going to realize? I think we're going to realize that indeed it's true. Horror fans are clearly just screwed up individuals because. <laughs> Going to bed every night staring at Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I'm, I mean. So. <laughs> so continue. So, Go ahead. Continue. So it's like. I'm I was, writing in my notebook with like my pet on. She's laying down on a couch right now. Yeah. That's what you can't. That's why we didn't go to I'm video. I'm at like the, the Lucy, the doctor's in yeah. with a little thing full of nickels. So you're you're in bed, snuggled, I'm in, bed. snuggled in right I'm in the middle, directly in the middle, so nothing on either side can get me because they just glaring at a glaring at Freddy Krueger. And continue. I think it's just one of those things where I saw it every night and I was afraid every night, and then one day, it didn't bother me, and I think from that like I can handle this. Like I'm not scared. Like I can ha- I can watch the movie. Let me try to watch the movie, and now I'm not afraid of the movie either. And at the time that. You know, I guess whatever this revelation happened, it's been a couple years since the original, and now there's a few more Nightmare on Elm Streets that have come out since. So I can now watch a handful of these, and it just—I was a little kid that wasn't afraid. Like I wasn't afraid anymore, and I got enjoyment out of it. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where it starts for me. Like I was afraid, and then I kind of like was forced to deal with it every night, and then one day it was just like. So yeah. your relationship with horror is more like a Stockholm syndrome. Like you were yeah. with that with Freddy for so long that you just <laughs> that decided just, that you couldn't love. beat him, so we, we you were gonna love, love him. Yeah, yeah it's we literally a Stockholm story. Yes, <laughs> that's okay. I'm judging. Is this but my I'll say no judgment. <laughs> I'm not really judging. This, I thought this was the safe zone. This, this is, is supposed to be zone. safe zone. This is, this this is supposed to be yeah. safe zone. My my story of how I first fell in love with horror is much, I feel like now, uh, now I'm going to look like the same one of the two of us, because <laughs> I actually have my brother to thank, and he's uh, hopefully going to be listening to this, but he um, one day sat me down and was like, so I have this movie, and it's awesome, and it says so much about the world, and it was Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. and it scared the pantaloons off of me. Like, I was literally just scared beyond belief. I couldn't move. I was paralyzed. That was the word I was looking for. I was paralyzed with fear. When my brother looked over and saw that I was paralyzed with fear, he simply said, you know, look at it for what he's saying about the world because this movie is great 
not only for the, the special effects, not only for creating the zombie as we know it today, but also for the social commentary. And without giving away spoilers, which if you haven't seen that movie, you're probably not yeah, listening to Yeah, I was going to say that this is, but, <laughs> this is not the This, this is, is not, not the place. Yeah, turn us off. Go listen to your gardening channel. That's go, perfect. Go, yeah. go back to NPR. Please. And please. I love NPR. But anyway, um, the ending blew my mind. The fact that a horror movie could say so much and have a minority character be shot by a really scary white mob felt so so powerful to me to, to make that kind of a statement with horror and so I kind of just fell down the rabbit hole from there I also have to give serious props though to Michael Jackson's thriller oh yeah because holy crap was I both simultaneously fascinated and terrified by that um and when we go live with video I will delight the audiences eventually with my, yeah. my thriller dance but if I could just say what I love about thriller especially now um, I have a niece and nephew who I use Thriller as the jumping point because mm. I can show them Thriller. Like my nephew, I showed him Thriller. And, you know, you can see that he's a little bit scared. I immediately can pull up on YouTube the making of Thriller. I and I can show him. Yeah, I can show him how these are actors in makeup. You see all those people dancing? Those are the zombies. Do you see Michael Jackson getting all that makeup put on yeah. him? Like, it's this is... They're playing. They're literally it's, playing it's a dress love up. Song to eighties, yeah. And special effects. like to me, Thriller is a perfect, perfect jumping off point. You know, and not you know for not not just for little kids, but like for anybody that's like wary about the genre. You can see, yeah, this is scary. These are zombies. That's a werewolf. Mm -hmm. Like, but watching the documentary it's after the fact, like this is how they do it. And my three year old niece actually loves Thriller. She calls it Michael There's Jackson's Flower. She calls it the flower. She loves it. She's three. She's don't obsessed let, with zombies. Don't, I, I wouldn't let anybody near Michael Jackson's <laughs> flower. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. But, I, but wow, that, that video still. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, also Stephen King. I have to just throw it out oh, there. Oh, God. Because without I, Stephen King, I wouldn't. I just, I, I couldn't. I, I devoured every one of his books. As I'm a kid. not going to lie. I have been criticized so much by people. Because, like, they'll talk, like, for, I, for liking Stephen King. That's absurd. They're a bunch of hipster D-bags. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, Stephen King, he's, like, you know, he had his best times behind him. They're and, crazy. you know, I, you know what? I I don't know. Like, I get a lot of, I have caught flack for saying that Stephen King is one of my favorite authors. Oh, I'm I, an English teacher, and I'll yeah. quote The Stand as my favorite book of all time. Oh, yeah. I'm actually currently Mission. reading that book. Oh. I've never read it. And, I mean, I've seen the movie a thousand times. I've never read it. And I got so a I got a Kindle for my birthday. And the first thing I downloaded was The Stand. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, loving I it. I think we should give the ghouls the homework of watching all ten hours of The Stand. I love right? it. Right? Because isn't it like an eight-hour commitment? Oh, yeah. yeah. What is oh, it? There's it. four parts? Four. Four yeah. parts. Yeah. No, I love The Stand. I hope they redo it. I can't believe I just said that. But I hope. I think it's ready for a remake. Yeah. Do you think it's, I mean, because does it really know. stand up or is it just like fangirls who love it because it's Molly Ringwald and the stand? You know what, though? You know what? I know remakes are going to be another topic. Mm -hmm. But oh, yeah. what makes me nervous about remakes is they're going to remake it for today. And today is so much different than when it was made. You know? Mm. And they it's didn't... such a flooded plague market now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like back then... The notion of the end of the world was really cool yeah. and fresh, you know. Like, and you know what? Like if they if they made it again today, I don't know that it, the story itself would hold up the same oh, way because of technology. 
Like, because oh, of the way, right. te- you know, you're like, right. technology yeah. and, like, you know, you're yeah. able to reach out. Like, like I said, I'm currently reading the book, and it's one of those things where I get so excited when I've seen a movie, and then, like, oh, there's a book I haven't read based on it or whatever, because then there's so much more story, and, I mean, just That's everything so that goes yeah. along with, with, you know, books and, and, and the source material being what the movie is based off of. But no, I have caught flack for, for Stephen King being one of my favorite I would like to cordially authors. invite all of those people to go F themselves. Yeah. I censored myself, but that's, that's to okay. go F themselves. Because I will stand by the fact that this genre was was largely impacted by King. I mean, Salem's Lot, the book. Yeah. Dude, I remember reading that book and mm-hmm. not being able to move from pure fear. Yeah. Because of those books. And while I will not comment on newer stuff, because I still like some of his newer stuff. Like, it's entertaining, but I'm such a fangirl that I yeah. wouldn't see even if it did suck. You know what? I just finished Doctor Sleep not that long I ago. I liked it. I th- you know what? I liked it. Yes. And it, you know what? It wasn't what I expected. But no. I will tell you that there were parts, without giving anything away, there were parts of the book where it's like, okay, it's 1030. I've worked tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. past my bedtime. But... Holy crap! Right. This thing just happened. You know, I I need to read more. I I literally for the first time in a while kind of gave my that one more chapter, yeah. one like one more chapter, yes, mom, like one more chapter, mom. Right. Like I I right. and I haven't had that with a book in a really long time. It's always and that one there there it was a little bit slow, but also you know I re, before I read it I reread The Shining. I did the same just thing. to kind of yeah. keep it fresh in my head because I hadn't read The Shining in a couple of years. Yeah. So I reread The Shining to keep it fresh, and then I picked up Doctor Sleep, and I will say that like you know, it it worked for me. Yeah, it I worked. Loved it. I like that he embraced, you know, this is who he was then. Yeah, this is modern times. This is who Daniel is now. Right. You know, he's no longer Danny. Yeah. He's a grown man. Right. He's Daniel. You know, this is, I I I enjoyed it more than I thought. Although it wasn't. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I was hoping for Tony to make it, make it, because yeah. he lives in my mouth. I know. Red Rob. But you know what? I didn't know that. Mrs. Torrance. <laughs> it's Tony. I'm really mad I wasn't in a sequel. I'm going to make a cameo in the movie version. I'm going to be paid by Robert Pence. <laughs> Can you just put a tiny armor pad in the back of the mouth? You're like, hi guys. Like he's all in there, like, I'm, yeah. like Edward the Vampire. No, no. Like, hey. Dude, because I, if I had a tiny voice in my mouth who often guided me through life, I, I think it would be Robert. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. I would I do. go with someone a little bit more older, maybe someone really? that could give me sage advice. I'll have Robert De Niro. <laughs> you can do. have Robert Pattinson. I want De Niro in my mouth. Oh, all right. Can I'm I not Robert? gonna. Say- I don't, I'm, I, let me rephrase you want, that. You don't, that's okay. You I want, I want a tiny, I'm going to stop. No, I'm yeah, sorry. My apologies, can, Mr. De Niro. <laughs> that might be the best offer Robert De Niro's gotten all year, Jaggy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than saying he, you want a tiny Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to, that's, I don't want yeah. to insult him. No, yeah. Um, Robert De Niro, we apologize. Yeah. We'll send you, we'll send you an apology letter. Yeah. Maybe some flowers. <laughs> you know, we gotta get some swag. We'll Robert send you a Jersey Ghouls we'll t-shirt. We'll be happy to be relevant. So, he won't oh, mind. He fell off the face of the he earth. Did. You know why? Because he was a no-talent clown. <laughs> oh, he, okay. Oh, <laughs> he, he, was, he was pretty. He was he pretty. He was easy on the eyes. He was pretty. I'm he not gonna lie. I, Robert Pattinson said, call me. Yes. I have a role for you. In my It's mouth. in Dr. Sleep. <laughs> As Tony. 
the voice in, in Daniel's mouth. Well, you know what? If Kubrick can change the original That's Shining right. to we what it was, do much worse. we can absolutely we'll destroy do Doctor Street. Shining. Yeah. We'll have to see if yeah. uh, what's her face is Shelley Duvall is available. She is. She's one of your patients. She's not doing anything. Trust me, she's home waiting for us to call her. Poor Shelly Duvall. All these poor We're really messing with Hollywood. (laughs) We're never going to get famous if we're pissing off all these people that have fallen off like the A-list. I know. Well, first of all, I don't think... I'm convinced Robert De Niro could have us both killed within the next hour. Oh, yeah. No, Um, we're we're already dead. And Shelly Duvall, I mean, she's, she's taking a lot of heat in her life. I think we should leave her alone. Jesus Christ. Sammy Kubrick broke her. Physically and emotionally and mentally. And then she had to do Popeye. (laughs) (laughs) So, on to the next question. And really, I have my answer. What, What are you afraid of in the genre? Like, what movies, what ideas, what things are, like, too far for you? So, of course, Shelley Duvall... Being on the obvious <laughs> answer. <laughs> Poor Shelly. Oh, I'll have to cut that out. I love Shelly Duvall. I'm going to start, you know what? I'm going to start a Shelly Duvall podcast, too. Do you think anybody would listen besides Shelly Duvall? <laughs> she probably wouldn't even <laughs> listen. Welcome to the Shelly yep. Duvall hour. We she don't. fell out of the ugly tree and started <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can you please we? Can you please tell me the latest thing she's been in? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to bet. Wait, can I use my clairvoyancy powers? Please. It's a, I can't believe it's not butter commercial. The <laughs> last movie that she was in mm-hmm. was in 2002. Okay. Mana from Heaven. She played Detective Dubrinsky. Wow. Sure. Okay. Whatever you say. I'm happy for her. Yeah, no. I mean, what was that, 14 years ago? The last thing she was in. I'm trying to see... Okay, I'm going to look through her IMDb, okay. and I'm going to try to find the last thing that I have heard of. Okay, that might take a while. Hang on now. Let's see. The last thing that Popeye. I have heard of. I'm going to bet Popeye. <laughs> I have so many jokes right now about like that I don't want to make because I feel like they're anti my feminist and scholarly persona that I'm trying to adapt. Like I loved her in Critters. Honestly, best. you I'm win with Popeye. Cold. No, you know what? Frankenweenie. She okay. was in the Frankenweenie right. short as the mother. Okay. Like that, that obviously I know. But, but Pop, I bet you But Popeye. that was 1984. Jesus Christ. Popeye was 1980. The Shining was 1980. Hollywood, so you're really messing up. We backed the wrong horse. <laughs> we backed we we... the wrong horse. <laughs> By backing, you mean insulted, then yes. We yeah. backed the wrong she... horse. Okay. All right, come on. Back to the movies we're afraid of. We are you, can, so... you, can, you can research Shelley Duvall later. So what are you afraid of? I, What's crossing the line for you? Um, I'm we're afraid we're gonna cross that line next week. We're gonna, take, we're gonna <laughs> whatever it is, I'm fingers. gonna make you do it. Um, Japanese horror movies. You're, Japanese. Okay. So wait, like horror. Battle Royale, everything? You know what? Battle Royale. Is Battle good. Royale is good. Maybe that's that's not. I don't know, man. That fits in there. Uh, maybe it's just Battle intense, Royale dude. is just so good. I like it. But thinking if of you movies saw like Audition, you'd feel the same way. I would say like the Audition. So good. Ichi the Killer. Rangu? Like those those. My my thing is with horror movies, and I think Dumb. not just you know like the Japanese horror movies. This this can tie into some that you know that are American made. I like monsters. You know, 
Jason Voorhees is out there, and he's been killed a thousand times, but he's going to come back anyway, and he's going to murder me with whatever he can get his hands on, be it a machete or a tree trunk or another victim, and he's going to kill me. Fine, whatever. I have a problem, like, when the shit can really happen, like, when I can have some woman in my house, and she can really decapitate me with a piano wire, like, that shit can happen tonight. Yeah. Kind of thing. Actually, like, that's it's, exactly what I was planning for this evening. Is that, should I look for something else? That's the else? culmination of our... That's of right. Our, <laughs> yeah, that's no, be I think I have, I have the fear, like, okay, perfect example. Ready? We're not going to be, we're not going to pick on the Japanese people anymore. Okay. The movie, Good The Strangers. Me. You really? Home invasion stuff. Oh, I love Things like that. Movies. You know what? My brain will go, Yeah. Like, they're going to come to my house tonight. Someone's going to know that I just watched that movie and that I'm vulnerable. And Those they're going to come exact, to my house. And yeah, the exact villains from that movie are going to come to your house. Exactly. Like, now no, that I've talked you. about it, they've heard me now. Yeah, and, you know... Tonight. You know, see, no, it's it's those wow. kind of stuff that that wig me out. This like, is like a whole like weakness in your armor that I knew not of. Yeah, like I can handle ghosts. I can handle the monsters. It's it's the real life psychopath people yeah. that that and some so more like, but like some Texas more than Chainsaw? others. Yeah, well, that's like, what I'm saying. Texas like some yeah. some more than others. You know, I think it's it's more. If you, you know, see Leatherface, if you see the family, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're they're going to stick a knife in me. And, like, oh, you yeah. know it. But it's, like, the unassuming ones, you know? Okay. It's it's the you. Jeff, not the Jeffrey Dahmers, the mm-hmm. Ted Bundys, okay. you know? Like, handsome, yeah. suave, you know, yeah. he knew what to Did say you, kind of thing. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's not handsome. Do you need to Google no. <laughs> that's the sh- that's, that's what you get for talking about spooky things. <laughs> Just no, Jeffrey Dahmer is not attractive. But no, but I, I just meant the <laughs> the unassuming, like the unassuming like looking. The, okay, you know why? But again, like I'm kind of contradicting myself because I'm I'm fascinated by you know what was it Henry Henry the Portrait of Serial Killer. Yeah, like I'm I'm fascinated yeah. by the serial killers. I don't know. Me there's too. just there's something about the element of that the that re- can happen in real life. <laughs> That's interesting. Kind of thing that kind of that wigs me out to a degree, yeah. and I just feel like. With like I said, with with the audition, yeah, like that's to an extreme. It's intense too. I mean, oh, it's absolutely. Intense... See, I would argue that it's not necessarily the, the like just the Japanese art like horror genre like subgenre that gets you. I think it's like the more extreme, realistic ones because audition yeah. is like you're sitting in that room with them. Yeah, and she's so run of the mill, and he's so it's it's a hard watch. I mean, yeah. it's not one that I would I would put on for fun. Yeah, you know, so I get it, and yeah. and something about it being realistic does mess with your head a little bit. Yeah, like you know? I said, I I've always like I said, I'm not I'm not afraid of ghosts. I I can handle the monsters. I can handle the gore. The more gore, the better, because it's it's not like in in those like in Hellraiser, like just the pieces oh, yeah, everywhere, yeah, I'm good like with that. that I can handle. But yeah, there's something about. When it's, you know, Bob from next door that invites me over for a cup of tea and now I'm in, right. like, 19 pieces being sprinkled yeah. in his backyard, that, yeah. you know, that's the shit that like, can really like happen. Like Marissa, the old friend who calls you and wants to do a horror podcast. Right. And then you're... Lord, the next, Lord me in. And then, her. yeah, you know, say goodbye, you know, goodbye, Lola. Goodbye, goodbye, Lola and Harry. I love you. Right. Been, I mean, really, uh, this is how a horror movie could start. Me lulling you with a horror podcast. Wow, so I'm kind of floored by that answer. I thought I knew everything about you, but no, I'm a wuss. Huh. Yeah, I'm. To- I am. I'm all talk. I am all talk, <laughs> no action. Um. So what's your? Di- so okay. So I have to admit there are certain lines that I feel like I cannot cross, no matter how badly I want to. Like I, it took me ten years to work up the the chops to watch like Cannibal Holocaust. 
because I was like, I I'm not going to be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. And I think I like hype it up in my own head. Right now, the one that's sitting for me in like the you need to man up or woman up feminism, woman up and watch that movie is Human Centipede. Because something about, like, I, I can handle a torture porn movie. They're not my favorite yeah. genre. Like, I'll always choose a slasher flick or, like, you know, something more, meta, you know, metaphysical. But torture porn kind of annoys me from the feminist perspective, too, because it's always abusive towards the female and yeah. it's all TNA and all that stuff. But um, something about this movie, like, I can't, I can't bring myself to watch it. Yeah. It scares me. I just, I, I have not watched it just because... Ew, I don't know. Yeah. Like just, just from the ew. All kinds of ew. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I can't. I could never watch Fear Factor because, like, when somebody else gags, I'm <laughs> gonna gag. Too. Like if you throw up, I'm gonna throw up because I saw right. you throw up, right. kind of thing. So like my, my, I, I've not watched that just from that kind of like ew, gaggy. I'm trying to think. If there's like anything else that I will watch. Like, there's I, no horror that's off balance. I've, for me, I've never seen any of the Faces of Death movies, and I probably won't. I watched one, like, I guess, scene from mm -hmm. one on Shudder, which, here you go, Shudder, your, your free uh, shout out, because I love me some Shudder. Yeah. But, um, I, and I was like, I felt dirty. Like, it's the same way I felt after Last House on the Left. I feel like I was there, and I was yeah. somehow an accomplice, and I never want to do it again. Yeah. Like, I wanted to take a shower. Like, th I, that's the ones I don't like. Yeah. I watch them because I feel like it's my duty, huh, duty, <laughs> as a horror, <laughs> as a horror fan. But like I wouldn't, and I'm talking about the original, the remakes, piece of garbage. Right. But I mean, I don't know. Like I felt like I was doing something wrong by watching yeah. these types. Like anything with like rapey. Have you? you know, uh, the beginning of VHS. Totally. Like when they're blew like, my mind. yeah. You thought you knew where it was all heading, and to heck if I didn't cheer for her the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that, you get for being creepy rapist. Yeah, like that. Like I wasn't expecting that. Mm. And when it we happened, should cover that movie. Yeah, that was a good one. That's all a really of good those one. are good. I didn't see the third one. I neither did I. I didn't see the third one. Homework. Um, but yeah, like the beginning of that movie, like I'm, you know, I was, I was kind of I was given, so creepy I was kind of given a brief, like you know, this is an amazing movie, like a grassroots movie, like you know, no gigantic <laughs> budget, you know, nothing like that, but it's like really, really awesome. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, like let's see it. Like I had heard about one of the segments and the practical effects that they used, and some of the CGI was That's just seamless, like right. was amazing. Completely unprepared the for the beginning scene when the guys were videotaping in the garage. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like I had that kind of, yeah, like yeah, I was, like, a, like I like watched it happen, but I didn't feel, stop it. Right, like you feel, and, and, and yeah. it gets in my, I don't, I yeah. really it just, don't It like makes it. me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it yeah. really strikes a nerve. And I, I, you know, I don't know if, if it's that, something like that is just speaks of us as women seeing it happen yeah. to another woman. Well, you know. and it ties into your whole realistic thing, too, yeah. of not wanting to see things that we know. And to me, it perpetuates our rape culture in our in our society, which is such a huge issue. I mean, I have two daughters. Yeah. The statistic right now is two in every five girls in college will, will have some sort of rape or assault. Two out of five. Like, And so to me, when I see that kind of stuff on film, it just makes me so uncomfortable, and it dredges up all of these horrific issues we have with consent and... Mm -hmm. you know rape being an acceptable part of our culture and i think that's part of why horror gets a bad name too is because yeah. there are so many people but vhs flipped it on its tail like i i love if anything i would defend that as a feminist piece because yeah. really you know not to give anything away but right now we yeah. should have a count of how many things, times we say things like not to give anything away because i don't want to say spoiler alert right i okay. want to try to never have to say spoiler alert okay i just feel like it's cliche 
Fair enough. I'm just going to be like, if you haven't seen it, pause. Yeah. Ready? I'm going to give you time to pause. And then I'm going to keep yeah. talking and to heck with you. Or you can just keep talking and I'll just like make noise and I'm like, and I'll just your scat podcast. <laughs> yes. That's for my separate podcast. <laughs> your Shuby Taylor fan fan cast. I oh, forgot about Shuby Taylor. Taylor. Wow, you just brought me back to college. You're, you just brought welcome. me straight back <laughs> To ten four. So now to wrap up our our first show, our first introductory Which we swore show that was we, gonna be we short, short and is, is yeah. definitely not. Well, you know we're gonna edit the crap out of this. Oh yeah, we're gonna cut this puppy <laughs> down. Um, it's a good thing it only took about two hours for my dog to stop being a nuisance yes, too. That's true. Um, all right. So best horror movie, favorite of all time, and then worst horror movie you've ever seen. Okay. Well. I don't have an answer right off that, the That I mean, head. you know, which one of your kids do you like best? Like we might as well we might as well see This is Sophie's choice for me. This is. No, this is a tough one because And I feel like the urge to say Night of the Living Dead is pure nostalgia. Well, no, there's something to be said for that because the, that's the movie that like that started it all. Yeah, that I mean Ooh, there's I'm breaking our equipment. Sorry. Like that's the movie that started it all for you. If it wasn't for that movie, you know, the, yeah, I, I don't think. I yeah, mean, I think if, I gotta if, go. I gotta stand yeah, by that one. I gotta go your... Because while I had definitely like dabbled in the genre before that, it was that movie and that experience of sitting down with my yeah. brother and really like thinking about horror in a meaningful way and learning how to be a movie. Cr- I think that's the other thing that like it, he really gave me was like this ability to look at a movie and be like, okay, I'm gonna be super critical and I'm gonna read between the lines and and now is I feel like it all kind of tied together because it's what probably makes me such a good. Not to be like, I'm a good teacher, but like it's yeah. I love doing it with books too, you know, like the, yeah. the idea of looking beneath the line and trying to read stuff that may or may not be there, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna go Night of the Living Dead best. How about you? <sighs> I'm gonna try and see if I could guess which one you're gonna say. I'm I'm torn between two. Because one I feel is slightly cliched. Not cliched, but like I don't I'm torn. Like I'm, Natalie Umbrulia torn? I do. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure I understand the yeah. severity. Um, I'm torn between the Monster Squad and the Exorcist. Wow. Yeah. And here's where I'm here. Here's where okay for the Exorcist. Um, probably the reason that I love monster makeup, like I do. Okay. Is stemming you know and spe- practical special effects stems stems from that. Also happens to be one of my favorite books. And I feel like that also influences my choice. It's I love the book. Because the movie itself is slow. The, the movie itself takes That's a million so years to build up. And I don't know. The, the book itself is one of my favorite books. So I feel like my choice of saying The Exorcist is my favorite horror movie is being more influenced by the book being one of my favorites. Which is why I lean toward my favorite horror movie is Monster Squad. Hmm. Which, it's absolutely a horror movie. Oh, 100%. But it's also a bit of like a... Dare I say fam- not Fam- family? Not totally family, family movie. I think family you know? movie's fair. Yeah. So it's tough because it's like I feel like I, I feel I feel like I haven't picked a but like an accurate an 80s genre. Level yeah, I feel like I ha- yeah I feel like I haven't picked an accurate. You know, I'm genre not. Yeah, I'm not saying Halloween. I'm not saying. Yeah, but those are uh, you know you know, know. Those, those kind of movies. So I think I think I, I, if if I'm picking a, yeah. I think I'm going Monster Squad. The worst, worst sequel to Blair Witch. That's up there. You know what? That was in my head, but I do have to say I kind of liked the ending a little bit. Really? Like I kind, I, I, 
I definitely don't like that movie. I definitely don't think that they should have made that movie. Okay. I don't hate the concept. I don't. I don't hate what they were trying to do. I could see what they were trying to do. They did not execute it well. I I love the original. Me too. I I loved it. I don't care. It didn't make me seasick. I like that you didn't see the monster. It scared the shit out of me. Like I bought the whole like documentary style. Oh, the found footage found thing footage was thing. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And it bought that to life for oh, the horror yeah. genre, I would argue. Oh, like, absolutely. Paranormal activity wouldn't exist without it. The first one scared the pantalones off of me. Yeah. Like, I like couldn't sleep. Scared. Most recently, The Conjuring. Conjuring was The Conjuring too. scared, scared me. Yeah. The con- What's his face? He knows what he's doing. Uh, James Wan? Yeah. Right? Am I yeah. making that up? No, I think you're right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, but a, a really crap, I mean, I can, I can list off, see, when I think, like, worst horror movies, like, in my head, I'm thinking of a bunch of the ones from the 80s, you know, like. Don't say Sleepaway Camp, you're gonna break my heart. Oh my god, no. Forget Are you kidding away. me? Oh my god. That's what we legit wouldn't, ha- wouldn't be able to give the ending away to. That, yeah, he I was super excited, and I watched part two the other night on Happy Campers because they're I've on Amazon. The they're one. on okay. Amazon streaming because I was looking through my phone. I was trying to pick Does a movie. Does it have the same like gender bending issues? Is that a fair thing to say without um, giving too much away? They explain that kind of a way. Oh, they, they, they explain, explain it. They the kind ending. of explain the ending and uh, why. So I never saw Sleepaway Camp as a kid, and thank the good Lord, because <sighs> I don't think I could have handled that. that very like, Rocky Horror made me question my sexuality. I can't imagine what Sleepaway Camp would have done. <laughs> the <been>. very <laughs> ending of Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> like, mind-blowingly. Like, it's just, oh, Dude, my God. That actor. Tor? Yeah. Yeah. Tristor? Was... That moment is made by that person's experience. Oh, God. I, I love the Sleepaway Camp movie. But yeah, the bad horror movie. The Psycho remake, I wanted to poke my eyeballs out. I think I actually walked out of the theater for that one. Okay. This, I mean, good Lord. First of all, Vince Vaughn has no right to try and act in earnest. That's, I mean, <laughs> we really are going to isolate all of Hollywood. We're never going to be able to be no. famous because we keep insulting really relevant people like Vince Vaughn and Shelley Duvall. Relevant people? <laughs> I, uh, insert air quotes Air quotes. Here. No, to be fair. No, I, I think Vince Vaughn it's, uh, Yeah. He's so money and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> there we go. We're back in good graces. Go. Yeah. We are back he in good graces. Um, but no, all kidding aside, like, I, I can't, I mean, even a bad horror movie to me is good. Like, I love Plan 9 from Outer Space and, like, yeah. you know. Well, I, I mean, honestly, the only thing Jesus. that truly is coming to my head Ooh. is Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. <gasps> like, of the whole entire you thing. You just insulted our LGBTQ... I know because that movie was a seminal piece. Yes, I I know. Did you? And by the way, did you watch the like twelve hour long documentary on Netflix? Yes, yes, that, I did. That documentary is amazing. You know what it is? A lot of that documentary is about had, the second one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had uh, the VHS box set of Yes, you did the I Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. VHS and on every set. single one of them, there was like an hour long feature so about they the movie. Smush those all they together? smushed it all those together. Those son of my bishies. Yeah, yeah, they smushed wow. it all together. Well, That's good for basically. them though, because I would never yeah, know. No, but I mean, yeah, the the you just told on them. The thing. I'm sorry. That's sorry, okay. New Line Cinema. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Don't get New Line Cinema mad at oh, us too. I know we need that. Now we're never gonna get work in Hollywood. <laughs> all the way out on the East Coast. It's a good thing we're the Jersey ghouls, That's not true. like the Hollywood ghouls. There you We'd go. be done so. <laughs> but no, like that, you know, is, uh, you know, I can think of that because that's generally the the least favorite of of the series is that one. 
Um, yeah. See, and I love it. I don't know if it is the underlying tone. Like, I don't know what it is about that second one, but I think it's so twisted and so interesting to read as a piece on gay rights in the ladies. Yeah. Like, I just, I love it as that kind of a yeah. read. And I think, I, I, in my heart of hearts, I believe they all knew exactly what they were doing. I don't for oh, a yeah. second, even no matter what that director says about not realizing until it was over, like, you had to have You realized. don't have a murder scene in the shower like that right. without those kind of, right. you know, undertones. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And I hadn't seen it in a really long time. Like, probably since I was a kid. And obviously when I was a kid, everything went over yeah. my head. I just was like, hey, Freddy. Um, but looking at it again as a, pe- a statement on sexuality, it's fascinating. Yeah. So, okay. I, but it is a terrible movie. Yeah. At the end uh, of the day. You know, in comparison with the rest, it's it's my least favorite in comparison with the rest of that series. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's... I'm. Can I have, I, I have to confess something. Okay. And it's going to, it might change our relationship. I'm ready. And it has nothing to do with Ecto Cooler this time, I promise. <laughs> You'll get that joke when we write up Redneck Zombies. Um, I don't like Jason movies. Okay. I love the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what, the original, what the hell, why am I drawing? Friday, Friday the 13th is an amazing movie with an amazing twist. And again, if you don't know it, why are you listening? Yeah. Um, but... After that, I would never willingly be like, I'm going to go watch a Jason movie now. Really? Yeah. I know that one. I think it's part five is Jason Takes Manhattan. I f- okay. And he never I actually gets to, he never actually really gets, gets to, to Manhattan. Manhattan. It's like me he gets every to like time the, in high school. Yeah. It's like I almost he, got there. He gets it. to the harbor. He gets to an alley. He gets a, to a heck of a boat party. <laughs> yes. And he kind of makes it to like a seedy alley yeah. at the harbor. He, he doesn't like really quite it like make it to Manhattan. Like he's not really, <laughs> it's not Jason All he on wanted Broadway. Was Jason takes, yeah, Jason takes Times Square. And he, now, and he now. Really, when you read it from that, it's, it's a tragic story. <laughs> he couldn't make it. It was like fame for horror, it for is. horror fans. It like is. he never made it on Broadway. No, he didn't even get into the chorus. That's terrible. He's understudy. That's wow, tough. I do love Jason. I have a soft spot for Jason James Bad. Really? Now that you mentioned it, yeah. Of all of those, I love that one. Yeah, so they're bad, pretty. Dude. See, now I really liked Jason Goes to Hell. Did you? Like I did. I wow. did. I really liked Jason no, Goes to Hell. That one's another one that's just like. And once, like the the final, you take away the final girl trope, and you don't even have a character you give two honks about, like. I'm trying to, I'm really trying to censor myself. Like, I'm trying. I mean, though, there is something to be said about the character himself. And I don't know. Is there, though? It's okay. I, I mean, we all, we, we know don't. when we grow. Yeah. And we, we edit, most yes, importantly. And, we, and so I, I think that um, this this was a good intro into who we are and what we do. Well, if you like what, you, what you've heard here today. Yeah. Yes, because they can't see us. No. And Maybe use your imagination. Yeah. We're two extremely busty. Um, we're like six foot two. Yep. Uh, 36, 24, 36, you know, we're just, we get often confused for Swedish fashion models. We do. We're, you know, so just, just keep that image with these voices. That's what, that's right. Just keep that up and pay no mind to any other images you might see. Yeah. But no, if you, um, (laughs) if you enjoy what you heard, you can always find us at jerseyghouls.com. We also have a Facebook page that's up and running, uh, facebook.com slash jerseyghouls. That's right. Right now we are running our 31 nights of horror. Mm -hmm. Every single day we pick a new horror movie. 
We're going to tell you why we love it. We're going to give you our recommendations. So check us out there. Give us a like. Comment on a movie that you love. And maybe yes. it's going to end up on our count too. Um, and we want to hear from you guys. Give us questions, comments, uh, ideas for shows. We will literally cover anything in the horror genre. Yeah. Within absolutely. reason. And safety. Absolutely. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the faculty of horror. I am such a fangirl for them. It is embarrassing. And all the other podcasters out there that are doing their thing, I know this is a, a market that's busy, and I think the more the better, because I don't know about you guys, but I will listen to any and every podcast about horror. Yeah. So I love it. So let's bring it on, and let's have a, a Potter Pottercaster? A podcaster convention real soon. A casting of the pod. People. Popple. <laughs> Popple peoples? Popples. Popples. Let's have some popples. Popples. Do we have those pop-up donuts? Ooh, next I... time you hear from us. Yes. Um, well, we do have a few surprises in stock throughout October, but next time you hear from us as official podcast, we're going to be talking about Halloween, not the holiday, which no. we love. Which we love. But the 1978? Yeah, 19... 19- yeah, 1978, 1978 John, John Carpenter, Carpenter classic. classic. We are going to cover it. We're going to dive into this one. We're going to really look at the trope of the final girl with our girl. The love of my life. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, a one Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Originally, the role of, what's her name? Uh, Lori. 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 We're supposed to go to someone. You might have heard of her. <laughs> Shut <laughs> Could you imagine Halloween with Shelley Duvall? Whole different movie. So thanks for listening. Yeah. And oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, first of all, thank yeah. you. For everybody out Shelley. there for... <laughs> Shelley Vince Vaughn. New Line Cinema. We're, we're going to... Let's shout out apology. Shout out apology. Apology to everyone. <laughs> to everyone. We've offended, which is probably the entire yeah. human race. Oh, we talk to radio. Apologize to Robert De Niro too. Oh, and Robert Pattinson. <laughs> he no. You're welcome, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I brought you I'm back. Just, I'm I brought you by back. Um, and thank you to the dog who you will hear in the background. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. she's a giant. She's a rescue. She's. She's so pretty. She's yeah. She she's adorable. Have a tragic backstory like Jason and Michael. If I didn't rescue her. Yeah. Um. Thank you all so much for coming out. We're so excited to be doing this. And if this one sucks, just keep in mind this is our first try. Yeah. Like neither one of us have no, done this before. Right. Like, like I can barely work this equipment. Yes. And do we have like a catchy phrase we're gonna say at the end? Weren't you practicing one? You can always find us online at jerseyghouls.com. We're also on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com slash jerseyghouls. Uh, right now, we are running our 31 Nights of Horror. So check us out. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Tell your friends. Anything you can do to let the world know that we're out there, we greatly appreciate your support. That's right. And thanks for listening. Absolutely. Ghouls out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.